We are listening to uh, a fucking interview with my boys and coffee with lions. What's going on? So we got John Doug here. How you guys doing, man? You guys still partying, huh? A little bit, a little bit, a little wiped after yesterday, but yeah, hanging. So in you there. had a show last night. Where was your show at? Skid Row, uh, Skid Row Garage. So we're recovering right now. <laughs> Good time. <laughs> Yeah, little little uh, hair to the dog, I see, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, but it was a, it was a good turnout, man. We had uh, American Television uh, over our eyes was there last night, uh, and Vices Inc. from Maine. So nice crowd, awesome night all around. Right on, right on. So uh, you know, I got I got one real major question, man, and that is, uh, Doug, how much do you bench? <laughs> <laughs> A good bit, but yeah, look at that. <laughs> okay, my other major question is, do you guys own any shirts with sleeves? <laughs> Aaron does. Um, so collective, Kevin does too. Yeah. But now nah, most of most of Doug's and mine get get whacked. There's no there's no question. Right? I actually I bought a long sleeve shirt the other day, um, just. Because it was kind of hilarious. It's going to go the same way. It'll look just you like the other shirt. Thing, yeah. <laughs> Even hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I loved you guys when I saw you at Savage Mountain and all that, man. That was fucking great. So, look, my real fun. question is, is you know, I love the name, man. Who came up with the name? Oh, that's kind of a long story there. I mean, coming up band names is like the worst, right? Like, because you trying not to have anything cliche, not anything that's been taken, you know, some originality to it. Um, we thought we had one and we kind of kept it the theme. It was bears or swords. Um, and then my wife was like, yeah, that might draw a different crowd. Not that we got anything wrong with it. You just didn't realize, you know, at the time when we were drinking beers, we were like, oh, bears. Yeah. So kept the same idea and came a coffee lines. <laughs> it took us about three months to, to figure it out. Back and forth, checking, rechecking. Somebody wouldn't like it. Um, so yeah, it it and it really it has really no purpose. Like I, it doesn't mean anything. But as uh, my buddy Matt said, it's very Googleable. So if you want to find us, you find us. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. That's what I was, you know. Uh, so uh, you guys got some EPs out, shit, man. Uh, you know. Uh, you want to talk about them at all? So you got East Ninth Avenue that you had in uh, December 2020, man. What was it like making that thing? That one we kind of jumped. So we started tracking ourselves because I used to run a studio, so I had all the gear and everything. And as we were kind of trying to figure out, you know, all the hardware, software issues, everything, you know, works and talks nicely. Then we got frustrated. We're like, you know what, screw it. We're just going to go to Bomb Shelter. So Scott Gross and uh, Chris Wood are awesome dudes. Um so we just went to them to track on that one. Um, that came out good. We were happy with it. Uh, the second one, though, we tracked ourselves. Or was it the third one? Third, yeah. So the second one was the split with Break City Drowners. Okay. So we did that at Bomb Shelter as well. That was kind of on a whim, um, kind of last minute. And then the last one, we did all the tracking in-house um, and the mix. Uh, Kevin actually did the mix down. And then we had. Yeah, they did mix them. That's what no, we said. So we Kevin, did Ke Kevin did. No, I'm telling you. He did not. Okay, maybe we didn't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We didn't mix that one. Yeah. We mixed 
Oh, I, I'm talking. I'm thinking of AFI, the yeah. AFI cover we Kevin mix. mix. Okay, yeah. yeah, Doug's right. Doug's right. <laughs> yeah, because trying to mix your own stuff, man, it, it's uh, it's a nightmare, right? So, like for one, two, they got all the plugins that you know I don't want to spend all that money for. Um, but on two, it's you're just overly critical of your own shit. So you tweak and tweak and tweak, and then you go listen to it like the next day, and it sounds like complete garbage. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> you, you know you spend six hours. And you're like, you're really happy with it, but you're, you know, you get ear fatigue and so forth. And you, you just, yeah, you can't do your own music. So that's where it's like, all right, we send it out to them and they mix it down, then mastered it for us. And yeah. Good dude. Hell yeah. So yeah, you mentioned the AFI cover. So yeah, they do an, uh, it's called uh, a single second. And it's a fucking pretty good cover. You know, we're probably going to play that one uh, on here on the show on with, with y'all. You know what I mean? That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. We, we got uh, one more too. Go, go ahead balancing act yeah yeah that was that was probably the that's the one that we uh you know we did all the tracking in here i think i think why we're so happy with that one is because we weren't in any time of type of like time crunch we could actually go through and track as many tracks as we wanted take the extra time to make sure it was it was uh super tight um and that's i think that's probably our best best dp i'd say at this point and we also did it in our own space so we were comfortable right like and i mean i was a little nervous like for real on the how it's going to come out because as we were comfortable you know we're obviously drinking too yeah. <laughs> it's like am i sending him garbage um but now actually what we sounded was pretty good yeah. um he, he could work with it so that kind of worked out so that's why we're doing it again right now too we're in the process of it so we got another cover that we're doing for another comp um which we'll probably be released in a year whenever we get around to finishing it mm -hmm. but <laughs> the other stuff now nah, there's there's some urgency behind it we're trying to get it out um and then we got another what we're doing a dual i guess well there were two separate eps mm -hmm. so i was just looking at the board over here to see the progress that we made but yeah we <laughs> it's like eight songs ten songs yeah some of our older stuff we're redoing some of the stuff off the demo and then we got like another like four new ones yep yeah so there's some good stuff to come definitely Nice, nice. So yeah, you got some videos out too. Uh, uh, Dan know. man. So what? Sundown and then Arg. Yeah, Our just videos, right? Like yeah, a real professional. A, yeah, yeah. That's all Dan Brankert. Uh He's a good buddy uh, of ours. Um, anybody that goes to our sites, they can find his stuff. Um, he he just does an excellent job. And Dan's been kind of with us from the start. Like he has. He has footage from back when we were at the old studio uh, at Doug's old place. Um, so it's kind of cool. He can kind of tap into some of that old that old footage, but he does a great job. Yeah, he's seen a lot of success over his last year. I mean, he's grown pretty like substantially. Oh, he's torn all over the so, place. With, yeah, with he was bands. crazy in the brains. Um, he went on the road with them for a while. Um, Bouncing Souls, he did some like, I think they did some photos or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's done some work with a bunch of those guys. Nice. Hey, so when did you guys uh, form? What's that? When did you guys uh, start? When did you start the band, you know? 2018? Yeah, yeah 2018, yeah. I think it was like... We didn't play a show for a year, though, because it, the intent was like, ah, oh, we're just hanging out, right? Just jamming. Um, and I'm like, all right, this is fun and all, except like I kind of want to do something with it. So it was like June of 19 was our first show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we started. We actually, the first practice we had was in... Uh, Aaron's living room at his house and like 
his kid's playroom. <laughs> and then we uh, we practiced there like three times before uh, before the cops got called. So then we had to relocate to Doug's house. Yeah, that was the only one that I was at there. Like yeah, the yeah, game. yeah. But yeah, then we went second floor of the, my garage, which yeah. was like detached, like, you know, just an old house. Yeah. That was fun. It would get really hot, really cold, so we insulated it and like she like, built in like a studio and ran some AC up there and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. Now we're here. Yeah, why, baby? Yeah. What's that? Hey, that's what I, that's what music is about, man. Buddies getting together and fucking around, you know. And the next thing yep. you know, holy shit, we're doing a bunch of shows. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's, how, that's kind of how that first show worked out. We uh we saw the you know the response. We're like, oh, people actually dig us. Like we don't completely suck. So we're like, I guess we'll do this. Yeah. And now we play out all the freaking time. So uh, usually like two, three times a a month. Right. Hey, so uh, where, where are you all from? Is it York or uh, Harrisburg? Yeah, we're all in York. Um, three of the guys are out in West York. I'm in East York, so it's York's not a big town, right? Like, you can get across it in 20 minutes. Um, so that's, yeah, that's York, York, PA. Yep. York, PA. Yep, you got it. USA, baby. <laughs> yep. Home of, uh, home of Skid Row Garage and the Kennel. Uh, there West you York. go. Yep, that's right. Nice name drop. Hey, which one's your favorite? Oh man, that's that's harsh. Now we 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 love them both. I mean, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're both awesome venues. You know, they're, they're different in their own right, but they're awesome. right. Yeah. Is there any other place out there that you would group with them? You were uh, cutting out. We didn't catch it. Yeah, so. sorry. You like any other clubs out there that you know cater oh, to a punk rock and metal and shit? There's a lot of. Like JB Lovejeff's, I mean, mm -hmm. on Second Street, and Harrisburg, because uh, they have two locations. The one on Second Street, you know, there's a lot more punk and metal original stuff. Um, the other one's solid too. We played there as well. Um, That's not York, York though, there. right? It's Harrisburg. Yep, Harrisburg. Right. Yeah. I mean, that yeah, is like a hop skip jumping away. Correct. Yeah, because we're right in the middle of everything. So I mean, we're an hour and a half from Philly. We're three hours from Pittsburgh, but we're 45 minutes from Baltimore. So yeah, there's there's a bunch of cool clubs. That, like in that in that circle, absolutely. Right. Oh yeah. So, hey, which one of you gets more groupies? <laughs> We're all married. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, we don't get groupies. We we have some guy groupies. I guess. <laughs> 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 you don't got to worry about the females. Yeah, there's not too many at punk rock shows. So yeah. What's that, man? That's where the bears and swords come in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he got it. I mean, it probably wouldn't have been any different. <laughs> so, you guys uh, on on any labels or anything, or you know, any comps or anything like that? Yeah, we're uh, we're on a bunch. Um, so, one of the comps that we landed on uh, a few years ago uh, was uh, done by Ninety Four Records. And uh, just really class act guys. They're from the West Coast, and they reached out, and we hooked up with them. So that's our that's our label right now. Ninety four Records, um, awesome. Scotty, Scotty Saints is on them. Yeah, Scotty Saints is on them too. Uh, Buddy's band Hemmed Up's on there. Vigales is on there. So they got a ton of bands, but awesome dudes, <laughs> awesome label, and they were the ones that helped us release the uh, AFI cover too. So um, that was pretty sweet. But yeah, that's uh, that's where we're sticking uh, for now, definitely. From the comps, we're on there, but there's a coffin curse comps. Yeah, we're on. in a coffin curse. 
there's a couple because anytime I saw there was any submission for comps, because I mean that's how we found good music, you know, yeah. growing up. So we're like, yeah, let's get everything out in comps. Anytime I can find one that's accepting, we send it. Hey, so what got you into punk rock anyway? I guess I was probably more into punk rock when this all started than Doug. Doug's was kind of into a little bit more like hardcore. Yeah, more hardcore metal, speed metal, stuff like that. Um, and but I mean, yeah, growing up, that's kind of what I always listened to. It's either songwriter or you know, fast anger shit. So it's like yeah. anything in between bugs me. But punk, I I'm good with. I mean, hardcore is not you know it's punk adjacent. Yeah. Um, started playing music when I broke some legs, and I'm like, yeah, I got nothing else to do but play bass. Yeah. I uh, I skateboarded, so me and Kevin both were like skateboarders, you know, early on. So that's all we listened to. We listened to hip hop and punk, you know. A lot of Cypress Hill. Yeah, no effects. Fucking, I mean, all the regulars back then. I'm 44 years old, so you can kind of do the math. When we were in our teens, like that was, that's when like Lagwagon was, you know, getting kind of out there first. And no effects, first time I heard them, I just, I just fell in love. Um so, and then, like Doug said, I would listen to, I'd buy comps and figure out what bands I wanted to kind of follow up on from there. Um, and yeah, all these years later, still into it. So going back to 44 years old, he was limping on the way over to my house as he's walking up the driveway. Yeah. 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 Always feel a little shitty uh, physically after, after a show. Too much uh, jumping around for an old fuck like me. <laughs> right. Hey, so we got we do have John Grove who sings for him, and we got uh, Douglas Monroe who uh, plays bass. Now you do some backups too, don't you, Doug? Yep, yep. We all sing. We chat it off. Keeps it interesting. And who's the other members, and what do they play? So you got Aaron, who is lead guitar um, on the albums. If you hear the screaming guy, that's him. Um, and then Kevin plays drums. And if you hear the guy that's got the really good voice, that's him. So yeah, he's uh, yeah. Kevin does the high pitch screams. I do the low pitch screams, kinda. No, I don't think Kevin does much. Well, no, I guess he I'm does. Aaron, Aaron does the high pitch screams. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes he sounds like the, the West. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> nice. So, uh, so you mentioned uh, No Effects. You think that was your biggest influence musically? Um, there's been so many. I... I guess musically is one thing. And then, I mean, we have really between the four of us, I think we all have different styles. I think that influences our band more than anything, you know, like Doug's like, you know, the hardcore and I was into hardcore punk too back in the day, but I think we do pull all those different types of styles together and it's what makes us unique. So I don't think anything influences our songwriting. Um, other than everything, really. Um, Nothing and everything at the same time. Yeah. And now, like, performing-wise, I'd say my biggest influences are probably bands that we've played with. You know, anybody I've seen out there that really puts on a great performance, they get a, have a lot of energy. You know, I'd like to pick up stuff from them um, because I think that's what it's, you know, what it's really all about. Just try not Who's to some of your favorite to play with? Locally? Um, well, I got to definitely throw my uh, the filthy lowdown in there. They're definitely uh, <laughs> some of the best performers that you'll ever you'll ever come across. Betty Gray, yeah, Betty Gray. We always have fun partying with. Really, I hate to say, but anybody we can kind of like you know afterward just have some drinks, shoot the shit for a while. Um, but yeah, over our eyes, um, who we've just played with, they were awesome. 
Video Massacre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tony Marks. Yeah, Tony Marks is a good dude. So yeah, and and it's it all kind of tracks back to like trips that we took, and you know we just end up hanging at like hotel parties and shit. Like we would go and party, it'd be 15, 20 people, Doc four or Rodden. five bands. Yeah, Doc Rodden's a good party, uh, not party band, but a good band to hang out with and and, and rock out with. So yeah, that that would be a couple of them. Oh yeah, you got any funny stories? Uh, you know that you want to mention about some of these times? Well, I'll just I. I talk about the trip that we took up to curry donuts I'm okay i was a little concerned there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well curry donuts so that was up in wilkes-barre and first of all we didn't know what curry donuts was so as we were like pulling in we're like it's a it's a fucking donut shop like really like it's like a dunkin donuts from the 50s they didn't update yeah and, but then we go in the around the back and they have it's all diy they have the shit set up in the parking lot and oh, we man. had an absolute, yeah we had a fucking blast but our friends uh and betty gray were up and Tony Marks was up and we all went back to the hotel and the next day we woke up and there was just people everywhere. Tony Marks was sleeping underneath the sink on the floor. There's people or nine yeah, people the rest of Betty Gray was like in between all of the beds and it was just a blast. And then the other one I would say that is memorable was Altoona. Um just because the sheer smell of the hotel room was just just absolutely it was disgusting <laughs> that hotel had the ping pong like room that was sound for that was pittsburgh oh, yeah. that was pittsburgh but but altoona yeah because we we played a show and we we're all sweaty and of course and then we like we actually had a big cooler full of beer and we had a bottle of whiskey we drank all that and then we went to the bar McGarvey's we drank there for a while and then we got beer from there and took it back so I mean between the beer and the whiskey and the smell and the sweat it was just disgusting I thought we would lose our deposit it smelled that bad the and we found, we found out where that smell came from because <laughs> like, somebody somebody's feet we don't we don't say whose feet the next week somebody you know because they use pedals with their instruments um took his shoes <laughs> off and I'm like oh my god that's that smell from last week <laughs> Yeah. So now we sometimes bring up. You know, technically, that's anybody in a band that doesn't sing, that doesn't run around singing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be you, buddy. <laughs> Dude, I get, I definitely get the sweatiest. I think I, I'm the the grossest. But, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't my feet, not that time. But <laughs> yeah, it's the guy that runs. He gets to sit and play. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But yeah, but that that one was bad. But yeah, we started actually bringing funk away that uh, air freshener spray sometimes on the road. <laughs> but we do. I mean, we we have, we have like that's. I think that's what the the best part about this is is looking back on these nights because it's fun. Like it's like a it's fun. It's just it's just we have a fucking blast. We have a great time together. There's not fighting unless it's like actual physical fighting. We've been known to to. <clears throat> Do that. Yeah, yeah, we choked out. I think three people choked out Pendy on our last trip, but but yeah, we enjoy it, man. We enjoy going on the road together and and you know doing that. It's our you know that's our our time out. Pendy almost went to sleep a few times. Get off my fucking drink, man. <laughs> I didn't bring an extra. So uh, I see y'all drink a beer, man. Which we we do this little beer testing thing and all that and a little beer thing. So uh, what's your favorite beer? Well, we generally will just pound Mellow Light because you can drink them and they go down easy. But from a favorite, I 
I mean, that's a. We're drinking White Claws right now. Yeah. Oh my god! Put that aside, man. What are you doing? I had a high noon as well because it's a. Hey, we're we're recovering. You guys have been hanging out and holding from uh, from Idle Minds too much, man. That's what's going on, dude. I'm. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right, dude. I'm telling you, man. Like we uh we're 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 brittle today, so you got to have some some uh some fruity drinks. But now, nah, man, we we're not we're not big like IPA drinkers or anything like that. Um, we kind of keep it, but we do we do drink we do drink a lot. No. Oh Lord, have mercy! What you got there, Mister? Remember that old like that over time. Bring it up, bring it up a little bit more to the camera. There we go. I thought it was a good Morgan, bottle of sweet Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, fuck no. Yeah. So where you guys? Oh, that's go? some rum, huh? Yeah, yeah, I lost them here. Lost. Oh, oh there we go. go. Yeah. So where are you guys from? Oh, well, Tuna's from Ellicott City. I'm from Frederick. Okay, right on. Yeah, you, were you guys born and raised there in PA? For the most part. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, uh, born and raised York, West York. Actually, the three, Kevin, me, and Aaron all went to school together at West York. So, and then Doug was from York, but on the opposite end. Yeah, I grew up in Southern York County. And then, I don't know, for a while, actually, I don't know, years before this band, probably three or four years. John and I were doing like an acoustic thing, like kind of not really folk punk, but I don't know, maybe it was, but it was before that was a term. Um, we were just because you know trying to get four guys that their families align and we can do shit is you know that was next to impossible. You know when you're like, you know, just turning thirty or you know mid thirties. So it wasn't until like then when they're like, oh hey, we need a bass player. When I ran into John again because he was back out in the wild. Yeah, and I thought I was kind of like. Man, what fucking like late 30, early 40 year old guys are in like punk bands. And then I realized like all of us, <laughs> like we are the we are the generation of punk band. Um the so, ones that survived, you know what I mean? That's right. So that's man. the answer to that. The ones that survived, brother. That's right, man. Absolutely. What about you? What's hey, your so, beer? What's your beer choice? You know what, man? I really just like shit, to be honest with you. Miller Lite is probably my favorite these days, you know. Keystone Light is what I drink, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Really, I, I love Heineken, but that's, you know, I only get it over when I go over to Tuna to do these broadcasts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> these podcasts. Yep. Yeah, we'll do Natty Bo sometimes. We'll switch it up, but it's usually. Well, we'll, we'll I guess we'll break the news. We're actually in talks. We might have our own beer. Here, so later. yeah, so next time. Oh, uh, this is great! Yeah, let me hear about this. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. It was—I don't know. It was weird. It was on a whim. Um, I reached out to a guy I know that's got a local brewery in York here, and I was just like, "Hey, man, I'm just kind of curious. What what would it take to you know get a beer? Like to have something made?" And um, you know, I was expecting like some crazy numbers of you know commitments. So he gave us a number, a commitment number. He'd say, well, we'd have to get rid of probably this amount of cases to be able to do cans. And uh, another buddy of mine owns a beer distributor. And I was like, I was like, would you be willing to, would you be willing to, you know, maybe take some of those on? So he already like committed to like half of what we needed to do. And so now it looks like we're going to do it. We have a couple of bars, a place up in Pittsburgh that said they'd take a bunch. A um, couple of places here in New York that said, you know, they pick up a couple 
cases. It started so, the kegs up, but I'm like, nah, I want to do cans because people want the can. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to maybe mail you mail you down some uh because you know i just now told you that we do this little beer testing thing you know what yeah I mean? <laughs> there you go man yeah just uh, if it's so what kind of flavor we talking sucks. about yeah. it's not gonna be a coffee sucks, beer fusion, <laughs> yeah we're not we're trying to stay away from an ipa so that's kind of where we're we're deciding where we want to go um we haven't 100 percent decided on i think like maybe like an irish red or an ale or something like that yeah the obvious is like a coffee flavor, you know what I mean? But we don't want to do obvious. That's don't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please don't. No, yeah, no, yeah. No. yeah. And I, I can't stand that. Do a good do a beer you, you would drink, you know what I mean? That's what oh, it yeah, is. Totally. Do a beer you want to drink. And a beer you can drink a bunch of because like one's yeah. not too heavy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So so that's in the works. Right. Dude, that's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> that's great. Dude, don't forget about us on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we'll hook you guys up. We'll, we'll take care of you. <laughs> then we'll need to do a single malt next. Yeah. Hey, so I do got one question for you, man. You know, I saw that you played punk, uh, Camp Punk, Sylvania. Man, yeah. what was that like, dude? Was it cool? It was awesome. Yeah, it was It was a great experience. We played um, last year as well. Last year, we got to play with On the Cinder and the Filthy Lowdown for an after party. This year, we actually were on the main stage, and we actually got to kick off um, the whole event, which was kind of cool. Started a tradition on that one. Yeah, and we kind of started another beer kind of tradition. So I had reached out. It was about a week before, and I was just kind of thinking about, okay, how can we, you know, drum up some attendance, especially because we were going, like, we were literally the first band of the show. It's at 4 p.m. on Friday. Yeah, 4.30 or whatever, yeah. Yeah, so everybody was like setting up their campsites. And I said, I asked Laura and Terry, I was like, can we do like a PBR toast? So we stopped and got a couple cases of PBR and brought it down. So we actually and, and juice boxes. Yeah, and juice box for the kids. But so next year they're talking about potentially maybe doing that as kind of a continual tradition, which is kind of sweet. It got a lot of people down there at work. It like, definitely did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was it was a pretty good idea. Now the year before we played the after party, which was, which was cool, and I was so pumped because one of my personally favorite, and I think these guys too, um, Get Dead was closing the main stage, which I fucking love Get Dead, and then we were kicking off the after party at the hotel down the street. So unfortunately, Get Dead played like an extra like forty minutes. So uh, last year we had like maybe fifteen people there, but. It was still it was still a good event, um, a lot of fun, and the best thing I think about Camp Punksylvania is the accessibility of the bands. You can walk up, you can talk to anybody, you can hang out, have a beer with them. Um, so it was really neat to meet a lot of you know uh, my influences and some of my favorite bands too. That's, yeah, a lot of the advice we give to bands a lot of times too, and like when they're new or they're out of the scene, kind of like we were, it's about building relationships. So yeah, that's where totally. Camp Punk's perfect for that, right? Get to know 100%. people. Build those relationships, you know, or rekindle them if it's been a bit. And yeah, it's just, it's an awesome time. Yep. Right on. So, you know, before I forget, man, I wanted to mention that they do have a uh, Coffee with Lions has a band camp. So uh, just go to their shit. Most of their shit is uh, name your price or it's even free, uh, the, the uh, cover there. And, uh, you know, so uh, that's cool, man. That's real cool. Y'all doing that shit too. Yeah. Uh, did, you have right. any, did you have any right. other? Any other uh, uh, thing out there on Spotify, maybe something like that? Or yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah, we're everywhere. We have Spotify, Apple. I mean, profitlines.com. Yeah. Is it co or is it comma? I checked. Okay. I checked the other day. So it was coffeethelines.co, but now it's .com. We, we earned an M. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, you can, and you can get all of our links from there uh, and definitely hit it up. If, if you're on Spotify, throw us a follow. That just, that's kind of like what we track to kind of see, you know, is Traction. it making it? Yeah. Is it making any type of impact? Um, so anybody that gives a follow, we, we greatly appreciate it. Right. And they have a YouTube channel too and all that. We do. Uh, with some real cool videos and there's some live stuff on there also. Yep. But I thought the videos were interesting. So that guy did a, it was like a panoramic out of a um, camera looking thing, you know, like an in, indoor old school camera or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was a real cool. Uh, so who did that? So that, yeah, that's all Dan Branker. Dan's, uh, Dan is the man. He does uh, all of our video. We're actually talking to him uh, about doing a, a new video. With an actual story. It's yeah. Not just clips because he's got so many clips. We're like, hey, can you throw one up with this one? And like a couple hours later, it's like, oh, it's done. The Camp Punk one he had before Friday night was over. He already had it done and sent to us. Yeah, that was cool. Oh. Yeah, he did the camp, the live one from camp. He did both of the camera angles on the same time. So it was kind of cool because he was, film- yeah, it was, it was pretty neat, but yeah, definitely anybody that needs like video work, hit him up. Um, he does great stuff and he's down to earth. He's a local guy. Um, you know, he's awesome. Yeah. We missed playing with you the other week. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll I forget what that show was. Yeah. There was a show. Yeah. I had to cancel uh, my fucking, uh, the bass player forgot about he had something or something, you know, it was one of them damn things. I was like, no shit. I yeah, that was up in Carlisle, that. right? Yeah. 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 We, we did that for a show because our drummer forgot about it. We were together on like a Friday practicing and we're like, oh yeah, we got, you know, what time we meet tomorrow for the show? And he was like, what? Yeah. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. He, he just, he just looked, you could see it in his face. You like, put it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First time that happened to me, though, man. I gotta say, all this time, man. First time that happened to me. Yeah, it happens. That show was pretty good, though. We had a good time. Yeah, that was at the bunkhouse. Yeah, that was right. So it looks like you're coming to Baltimore in January. What's that? You're coming to Baltimore in January? Yeah, we are. Um, I don't even know if we've announced those, but uh, why not? Well, so we use our. I saw on your Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well. (laughs) It, well, that one we're doing a two day. We're doing Friday up here, um, and at Skid Row Garage, and then we're doing I believe it's Crown Bar in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Is is where the the Saturday is it's technically not announced yet. I don't think. Yeah, because I didn't know that's where it was. But yeah, yeah. I knew this it was isn't coming out to December, so you you go maybe hey. announce by then. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna be cool. It's uh Red Die Number Nine, The Fiends. Um, and then who else? Your guys from down there. Oh, um, Drew and Dave Fool's band. Um, Luxury Teeth. Yes. Yeah. So nice. Red Dye number okay. nine is like, cool. they've been around. Yeah. Who, Red Dye number nine or Luxury Teeth? Luxury Teeth. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome, man. They're so good. But Red Dye number nine's like, like been around for like 40 years. They had like a 1989 EP. That I bought from when we saw him. It was fucking rad. Uh, and the fiends have been around for like 35 plus years too from Philly. Okay. So that'll be a lot of fun. All right. So we do have a uh, six minute warning, just to let you know. Yeah. But uh, 
I saw that you played HMAC and you haven't dropped him and you didn't say anything about HMAC. What's it like uh, playing HMAC? So, uh, I mean, there, there's HMAC. I love the venue, like the downstairs, right? So, like, I don't like the upstairs, room, to be honest, because it's like a cafeteria room, right? Like, the sound is just, it's just a big room. And He's got to have it filled. You can't condition the walls well enough for the size of the room. But downstairs, you know, it's all black. It's very much more punk. Um, HMAC's a cool venue. Uh, we played with some cool bands. I mean, that was some of our first shows. Yeah. We played with the queers there. Yeah, that was an awesome we show. We also played with the punk rock, uh, whatever the um, puppet show. What's that? Um, <laughs> green, green jelly. Yeah, I was on the end of my tongue. I knew exactly what you said when you said yeah. punk rock metal. I couldn't think rock, of it. Yeah, um, puppet show. yeah no, it's it's you know it's a, it's a really cool venue, and I've, we have nothing negative to say about it. We just no. haven't played there recently, so it's some recency bias, I guess, more than anything. Yeah, that's yeah, that's all it is, and that's I mean, once again, it's a it's. A great thing that we have here is we have so many venues, so many options. Um, there's a great music scene between York and Harrisburg. It's Phantom Red. Power. Is Phantom Greg Power Barley, is another man. one. Yeah, yeah what Greg Barley did, they opened that club like right before COVID, same time West York in the kennel started. Um, and yeah, we played there. That venue is amazing too. Right. Hey, so if you could bring back anybody from the dead, who would it be? Hunter S. Thompson. That's a good question. I don't know. Don't nail that right away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I really put him back in that cannon and yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me think about that. I got four minutes and twenty five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so do you have merch online though on that band camp? Is there like any merch on there or anything like that? Yeah, if anybody wants to get a Doug t shirt before uh we pull it off. <laughs> Doug uh, went ahead and made his own T-shirt for himself. We don't have time to explain the, the backstory. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, nice. you do. On, on CoffeeLines.com, though, our merch site is on there, so we do like all third-party printing stuff. So just mail, you know, print on demand. But yeah, now we we're gonna do like koozies with like silhouettes of each member. And then I got a little bit HD, so I kind of got sidetracked and I forgot about it since like April. And so there was just a shirt of me that I had put up there. It didn't even say Coffee Lines; it's just a silhouette of me. I'm like, that was awesome, but yeah, yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah, so so I saw it, and of course I had to announce to the band that Doug made a Doug shirt and I had and no put it on the website. Yeah. So we've been giving him shit about it for the last like three weeks, but yeah. but yeah. then the uh, the cover of the beer, man, it should just be that image. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hey, man, I love your logo too. Who did you? Who did you? Because it looks like Judas Priest almost, kind of. You know what I'm saying? So uh, who did your logo? You talking about the coffee stain? That one or the yeah. box? No, just the coffee with lines, just your normal, uh, yeah. Yeah, so Doug did the, the square logo, the, the, white, one. the yeah. white and the black one. But the coffee with – it actually has like a coffee stain, if you see like the brown behind it. Um, uh, that was done by Laura from um, uh, Ride Squad Media that does Camp Punk. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. So is that what's up? You made some friends out there and they did logos for you and everything, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she's a great artist. She does some some pretty cool shit. So yeah, I mean, it was one of those things we needed, we wanted it for a shirt, because we actually made that shirt and it was glow in the dark. But I think that's what we got it for originally. And then we did stickers. Yeah. And they like the CWR, like the single almost. Yeah. That we yep. do sometimes. Yeah. Hey, so where do you think your favorite place to play is? Oh man, we we actually love every pretty much every show. I don't think we've had a bad place that we've played at. So um. I'll say, I mean, I'll throw one out there. I, I, my, I have 
the most fun at Porky's up in Pittsburgh. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's the group up there, the Steel City Destroyers, they always come out support. They're fucking great guys. And those guys know how to f- fucking party. Um, it's a small venue as far as like you don't have a choice but to be right in front of the band. Um, and we just had some great nights, even after after the shows back at the hotel. It was just locally, a blast. Yeah, I mean, locally, West York Inn gives a ton of support. As Skid Row, as we're starting out, we played both of them a bunch. So, I mean, it's a matter of every show is different. And there's so many venues around here. There's so much going on, too. So it's like, you know, the consistency sometimes it's hard to gauge. But yeah, it's always a great time. That's a good question, though. Yeah. So who's your favorite band to gig with? I got to say, I don't know. I... I think the filthy lowdown really. I mean, there we we just have a fucking blast with those guys. They are they are just they're fucking hilarious. Um, they're very similar. Yeah, I don't know all of them really. I mean, most bands we play with, we have just a, a great time. So yeah, but yeah, filthy lowdown. We got to give them them props. Absolutely. So, is there anything you want to plug before we uh, we get this forty four second thing going on? Uh, we got well the next EP, but that's probably six months out on the timetable. So we got nothing on there. Um, but no, just support the scene. Yeah, 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 definitely go, go to, to shows. shows. I think that's uh, uh, other bands go to shows. People go to shows. Go to shows. Go to shows. Um, and then go to our website too because you can kind of track what we're doing on there, uh, as well as Spotify and all that stuff. The but, shows dates are always up to date because that's how we keep our families up to date with when we're playing. Yeah. So. Well, fellas, I just want to say thanks a lot, man. Y'all uh, did a great interview, and uh, thanks a lot for giving us a new book. Thanks, Kenny. Yeah, uh, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, brother. Take it easy.
Get out of this empty shell I'll give myself a fiction note